you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. More than 100 of Jeffrey Epstein's associates and contacts could be revealed in the new year as a trove of court documents are set to be released. We're digging deeper into what that could mean for those with alleged connections to the convicted sex offender, as well as the court case the documents are a part of, all with freelance journalist Daniel Bates, who has been following the story. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. He is one of the most infamous names worldwide. Everybody knows him. Jeffrey Epstein, convicted sex offender. He died in a New York prison in August of 2019 as he was awaiting trial on charges that he engaged in sex trafficking of young girls. He ended up hanging himself. But now, more than four years later, we are learning more about the people connected to him and his operation. Now, this all stems from a lawsuit that was filed by an alleged victim, Virginia Roberts. She claims that Epstein and his co-conspirator, Ghislaine Maxwell, set up her to be assaulted by Prince Andrew, the Duke of York. Maxwell was convicted of child sex trafficking in 2021. She's currently serving a 20-year sentence in a Florida prison. But Roberts sued Maxwell for defamation in 2015, and the case was settled, but it didn't end there because media outlets had requested all of these documents that were involved in the case. They wanted them to be made public. Well... Now, Judge Loretta Preska of the Southern District of New York has decided that over 150 names connected to Epstein and Maxwell will be unsealed in full in all of these hundreds of files. But these are not just victims. It could be friends. It could be alleged associates, employees, and more. These people have all been listed as John and Jane Doe's up until now. This is a very big development. It's looking like the public release will happen. January 1st, 2024. What a way to start the new year. So with that, I want to bring in Daniel Bates, a freelance journalist who wrote a great piece on this on the Daily Mail. Uh, he's been following this case very closely. But first, let me just say, Daniel, good to see you. Uh, it's been several years. The Daniel and I first met in New York when we were covering the Harvey Weinstein trial. We were out at 5 a.m. in the freezing cold together. So good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, good to see you. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was a, a test of physical endurance, that trial. You know what was amazing about that? It was literally like the, se the, the verdict happened, and then I think it was uh, the sentencing, and then it was like literally, uh, what was it, a two weeks, uh, no, f a few days later, the pandemic hit. I remember being in that courtroom, and I was like, some, I was like this is amazing. Like the last time the public, we were all together somewhere. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember cursing the court officer who kept opening the windows, and now he's my hero, basically. Yep, yep, there you go, there you go. Um, all right, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Let's first start, why is this happening 
now? Why did the judge decide to do this? Well, this has been sitting around for quite some time, you know, and it's the last batch of these documents. We've had, you know, um, six or seven now since 2019 when the first lot came out. And, you know, really, it's it's been waiting to happen for some time. And I'm not sure why the judge decided to do it now. Uh, maybe it was the end of the year. She wanted to clear her decks. But this has been, you know, in the offing for quite some time. And um, it's finally happened. So, and um, as, as you mentioned, what we're going to get is, uh, by my count, the, the details about 177 people who are associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, we don't have their names yet, but we have descriptions of some of them. And they include Epstein's recruiters. Uh, his associates, uh, some of the victims, um, and it's going to be a significant amount of information. So my understanding is, and correct me if I'm wrong, the judge reasoned that it was okay to publish all these names because many of them have already been mentioned in the media, so there's going to be a number of names that we already know, and we can talk about who those people might be. But it seems also the judge said that it might not be uh, as salacious as we thought, uh, and you know, that the details might not be, you know, so clear. So, because people might look at this and say, wait a minute, don't we know all these names? Don't we know a lot of what's been released? Why is this different? Yeah, I think, I, I think the, 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 the judge had to balance the sort of the right of the public to know um, with the privacy interests of, of the individuals. And in 10 cases, um, she said that those details shouldn't be made public because they were minor victims whose names haven't been out there. You know, and at the other end of the scale, you have high-profile people who who have been written about a lot and have been the subject of a lot of um, a lot of media reporting already. Their names have been out there linked to Epstein, so you know, th there's 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 little reason to sort of keep them private. You know, th these these releases have been a mixed bag. Some have had really interesting stuff. Some have just been very dry legal documents. And the thing is that we 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 don't know what's going to be in there. I think what I'm probably expecting more than anything else is more shades on what we already know. You know, sort of uh, extra excerpts of depositions that we haven't necessarily seen before, you know, perhaps some police reports, you know, so the figures that we probably already know, but more information about them, you know, as to who they might be, I don't know. Um, some of the famous men who associated with um, Jeffrey Epstein, as we know, included Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton. So any insight into them will, of course, um, you know, be, be explosive. But like I say, I'm not necessarily expecting any new names, but what I am expecting is more flesh on the bones of what we already knew which, if it does involve high-profile men, um, may be enough. That's so interesting. You, you think it's not going to be necessarily new names, because I wonder what would constitute somebody being in there. Is it somebody who just had a conversation with Jeffrey Epstein, was at a dinner with Jeffrey Epstein? I, I guess I'm trying to understand what would have made it important to be in the files that they are counted as one of the names that will be uh, released. I mean, the, the way that names have come in already that we know uh, you know, people were named in depositions, for example, you know, Virginia uh, Roberts or Virginia Dufresne, she she uh, alleged that she was forced to have sex with a number of high profile men, including former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson and billionaire uh, hedge fund manager Glenn Dubin, both of whom denied the claims. Um, and she said that in a deposition which was unsealed in a previous batch of these, you know, other things, other allegations have been made in police documents and so forth. So I think I think it's 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 we'll have to see what's in the documents. But um in particular, I'm looking for, um, you know, expanded um, depositions from a couple of people. And in particular, um, one of Prince Andrew's accusers, Joanna Schoberg. All right. We want to thank Morgan and Morgan for sponsoring this video. I think it's pretty clear from the stories that we cover that it is not always safe out there. And when you're hurt, it can be pretty confusing. It can be scary. And you really don't know where to turn. Well, Morgan and Morgan is actually the largest injury law firm in America. 
And at a time when you already have so much to think about, they make it super easy for you. They have completely modernized the process because you can submit your claim, you sign contracts, you upload documents, you talk to your whole legal team all on your phone. That's it. Yeah, an attorney is going to review your case in just eight clicks. They also have 4,000 support staff that can help you too, which is amazing to think about. And in terms of price, well, you only pay them if you win. There's no upfront fee. So if you're injured and you want to join the over 3 million people that call them every year, you can submit a claim at www.forthepeople.com slash LC sidebar or by dialing pound law, that's pound 529 on your phone. Is it going to be clear what the context is of this person and their connection, or is it something we're going to have to weed through? You know, what is the form in which we're going to see this, you know, January 1st hits? Is it just going to be a document dump and we have to sort through it to make sense of what it all is? Yeah, I think it's going to be a document dump. So you're just going to get a, a pile of stuff related to each John or Jane Doe, and you're going to have to go through it. So there'll probably be dry legal motions, you know, things that aren't necessarily very interesting. And the next document will be a fascinating deposition. So based on previous experience, it's going to be a real hodgepodge of stuff, a real mixture of things. And um, you just have to go in and, and weed through it. Now, again, my understanding is... If anybody believes their names are in these documents, the judge has given them a way to get out, right? Well, yeah. I mean, what's, what's interesting about this last batch is that, by and large, these weren't people who objected to their names coming out. You know, in the previous batches, it was far more contentious because these, those were the people who said, no, I don't want my names coming out. They, in some cases, there were lawyers in court um, arguing on behalf of them. But these are people who, who, for the most part, didn't raise any objections. So they either don't care, not bothered, or or just just want to be done with it. So, so uh, on the one hand, you could argue, well, you know, that means it's perhaps less salacious. On the other hand, perhaps these are people who just think, well, I just want to move on. I don't want you know to to fight it. Let's let let the chips fall where they may. So you know, you could argue that both ways. I don't think anybody wants their name with Jeffrey Epstein in any kind of context. I mean, look. So the judge has given anyone named in the documents two weeks to object to their information being made public. Otherwise, it is going to be relate, released on New Year's Day or right after. How would they know their names are in there? I mean, that's the question, right? I mean, how would they know? Would, and, and how would we know if anybody... Because I'm also thinking, like, if someone were to object, is that private? Is that sealed? Would we not know if they object? How, so how would they know their names are even in the documents? And how could we know if they're anybody who objects? Well, going back to the start of this whole process, you know, years ago now, um, everyone who popped up in these files was originally notified, you know, so um, this isn't the first time they've had an opportunity to raise concerns. So I guess Judge Presker is giving them a sort of final chance to to sort of say, hey, you know, like, I don't want my name out there. So um, the court obviously knows who all these people are because they haven't had the unsealed versions of the documents and those names will not be made made public to everyone else until um until the whole process is completed but yeah i mean they have had you know ample opportunity to um to, to register any objections and if they register an objection between now uh in the next two weeks will we know about it well i think we would i think we would know that someone's lodged an objection mm -hmm. but i don't think we would know the identity of that person and right. if their objection is successful then then we may never know their objection so so this news broke. Uh, it's been an interesting 24 hours. Uh, what have you seen from the response uh, regarding this? How has the media amplified this message and used it? I mean, what have you seen in terms of 
um, because it, it, it is different. You know, it's not like um, uh, flight logs or something like this. This is a significant development in my eyes. In my eyes. What have you seen in terms of the response to this news? I mean, it's been picked up very, very widely. I mean, ABC News covered it. I saw the New York Post did and a number of other media outlets too. And I think it's, I think it's because the, the, the scale of it, the sheer number of names. I mean, in previous cases, as I mentioned, they involve people who objected. So you were looking at a dozen or two dozen people. But here, you've got 177 people. So it's a, it's a lot of people. Um, and I think the, the size and potential scale of it is, is what's really caught people's attention. So it's, it's had a, a big response and been picked up widely. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What about for, from Virginia Roberts? Because she was the one who launched this lawsuit. Mm. Well, also the Miami Herald, you know, they're they right. actually technically the ones who. Uh, let, me rephrase, of, you know, let me rephrase. She launched a defamation suit, yeah. but yes, it was media outlets who wanted the public release. Mm. We haven't had any comment from, from Virginia yet. I mean, I, I, I understand that, that you know, her, her lawyers are the ones who, are, who have been um, helping to sort of push for further, you know, sort of uh, increased public access with these documents in conjunction with the Miami Herald. So, um, you know, I guess her sort of her team's position is that they want as much public access as possible. But we haven't heard directly from her on this. And when we see what these who these names are, um, you know, the way we have to look at it, right, is it seems to me from what, this, you know, everything we know about the case. There were people who had connections to Epstein. It doesn't necessarily mean they knew about his operations. But what I do think is interesting, their contact with him after he, uh, he, he was convicted, right? After he pled guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything to do with Epstein is absolute kryptonite. But anyone who had, you know, dealings with him after he served 15 months in jail, you know, and came out, um, and I think that was in 2009. And by that point, he was a registered sex offender, you know, I mean, and he, and he admitted having sex with underage girls, with minors, and yet people were still associating with him. So as we saw with Bill Gates this week, you know, the Wall Street Journal reported that in 2014, long after Epstein came out of prison, you know, he had a meeting um, with Epstein and, and, a, and, a, and a Polish model who was being abused by him in his office, his Microsoft office in Seattle, and, and, and you do have to wonder, you know, what on earth were you thinking? I mean, this guy is a, is a sex offender. He's a pedophile. And you're inviting him to your office in Seattle. It's, um, it's just inexcusable. So if there's anyone who has any links or dealings with Epstein in that time frame, I think it would be um, very bad for them indeed. And you would imagine these documents would have dates on them. I mean, that's going to be significant, too, looking at that if we try to create a timeline. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think we'll, you know, if it's a deposition, obviously, people will be asked, you know, when did this happen? When was this meeting? Right. If there's other kinds of documents, you know, I think we'll, we'll have that. I mean, we had a massive release of information earlier this year with um, documents from the US Virgin Islands, which had a lot of Epstein's calendars and schedules. And I went through them, and, and they were very good for dates. But um, I would imagine that, that there would be some kind of dates, you know, if a claim like that was made. 
And by the way, just to be clear, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, back in 2008, uh, Epstein took what would say a controversial plea deal uh, where he pled guilty to state charges out in Florida uh, of one count of soliciting prostitution and one count of soliciting prostitution from someone under the age of 18. I'm very curious what you expect from the fallout of this. So January 1st happens. That week, we see the names. I I just don't know what we should all be expecting in terms of, um, you know, the questions, the responses. People's names are listed. I, is it going to be a little bit of a crazy storm? I think, uh, you know, as I said, the, the previous releases um, from this case that the Judge Presker has approved have been a really mixed bag. Some of them have just been, you know, yeah. boring, legal, boring legal stuff, you know, motions, counter motions, argument and so forth. You know, yet in another release, we had emails between Prince Andrew and, and Gillian Maxwell, um, which we'd never seen before, you know, showing the panic when she first went public with her you know, her allegations against him. You know, also we had a, a sort of draft of uh, Virginia's uh, memoir, which was included in a, in a previous unsealing. So, you know, uh, again, the, the scale of it and, and, the, and, and, and the number of people involved means that uh, it's hard to tell, you know, what might be in there or who might be in there, you know. So um, I think if it does come out in the first week of January, it's, um, it's going to be a busy time for a lot of journalists, including, including me. Yep. Uh, I, I don't uh, envy you because you'll be doing like, uh, you know, tons of doc review going through it all. But what a way to start 2024, which is already going to be a very weird year. Uh, Daniel Bates, mm-hmm. thank you so much, sir. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody. That is all we have for you right now here on Sidebar. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. Speak to you next time.